Woo! Episode 99. Wow. Well, Gar, technically this is the 100th video we've done on Ultra Ranger. Because, you know, we did do the King of the Monsters review. So, yeah. Sorry. Well, actually... According to the facts, this is technically uh, Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger episode 99. Yeah, this is Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger episode 99, where the Godzilla King of the Monsters does take place in the continuity episode guide. But it is considered Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger EX01. <laughs> Godzilla King of the Monsters. Uh-huh. So, technically, it's a special, not an episode. So, this is technically the 100th episode in production, but it is the 99th episode. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Mr., uh, what's his name? Gerd? Mr. Gerd? It's Gerd. <laughs> Schwa that roll call. A.G. Subaraya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla. Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger! Lover of all things, Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Caster, gone. The other son of Belial, Ultra Pink Caster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Greetings everybody and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger! The podcast where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I'm your host, Whitey Dufal! <laughs> yeah, so unfortunately, God replaced himself with Whitey Dufal from Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, I gotta talk about some Ultraman! Um, well, I, I need to handle this. Uh, hey, uh, Whitey, here's something to make you have a seizure. <laughs> Whitey, you okay? <laughs> go, just go over there, Whitey. <laughs> and he'll be back for the Christmas episode. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We talk about Hey Crazy Nights. Yes! <laughs> Featuring Ultraman. Because, fuck it. No, you just were watching the movie, there's just like one little Ultraman figure in the background. See! <laughs> we talk, you just talk about anything that has something Ultraman in it. That one episode of How I Met Your Mother that has Ultraman's toys in them. No, I love when, uh, if you watch the movie Be Cool, in uh, James Woods' character's office, he has like Kamari Ichigo statue. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh my god. Yes, everybody, this is episode 99. And that's it. We're not going on, not going to 100. Nah. 99 is the perfect number to end this show on. I know we haven't finished Taiga, we haven't finished Ultraman, we haven't finished Tiga. Fuck, we haven't finished Gridman, which we, honestly, we're just probably just going to make a spinoff show finishing the rest of Gridman. Oh, yeah. So, and we'll talk about Superhuman Cyber Squad. Uh, so yeah, we're going out the Animaniacs way, where 99 episodes and a special... So, yeah, well, that's, that's good enough. Now we'd like to announce our new project where we're going to be doing a Metal Hero focused podcast. So we're going to start with uh, with um, 
Kikaider, because, you know, well, Kikaider's zero one, technically, because he's the prototype of Kikaider. So, we got to start. I know, Gar, you enjoyed that series a shit ton. So, fucking every time before we go to Cast Ranger, guys, I love Kikaider zero one. Like, I love zero one. He's so great. Oh, you're talking about Conrider zero one on Cast Ranger. Anyways, no, we're, we're not doing a Metal Hero podcast, although we could. Uh, uh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> if we get if we get up to a thousand subscribers, maybe. I thought you were like, if we get up to a thousand episodes of Ultra Ranger, then we'll consider doing a Metal Hero <laughs> Focus podcast. Oh yeah, that's only going to take us another... Ten years? Yeah, ten years. I mean, years. how long is it going to take for us to review and watch every single Ultraman thing? <laughs> I think I, t- I think where's that paper? <laughs> Imagine you just like we'll be done by never. Well, I mean, like, ac- actually, we'd probably be done like five, seven years. Well, no, because Ultraman would keep going. Well, you get a new series well, every we, fucking well, time. Well, we would finally be co- we would finally be catched up on everything. It's like my it's like my one of my old coworkers from years ago. She just watched all of Doctor Who, like from first Doctor to now. She watched all of it. That poor person. No, she loved every single fucking minute of it. That poor person. Except for except for second third Doctor, she didn't like him that much. She didn't like John Pertwee. No, I like John. I like John Pertwee. He worked for the military. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, he worked for UNIT. But anyways, we're talking about episodes 22 of Ultraman, Ultraman Tiga. And episode 9 of Ultraman Taiga and episode 10. Episode fucking 10. Yeah, like we're, we'll, we'll get into that. 9, nine is probably going to go by decently quickly, but 10 we have a lot to say about. Yep. Like, uh, but <laughs> as always, you know, 99 episodes in. Fun little fact, I keep forgetting that we didn't start doing news until the third episode of Ultra Ranger. Hmm. Yeah, because Ichi was just like, you guys have an Ultraman show now, do the fucking news over there on your own show. Or, no okay. one cares about Ultraman and Cast Ranger. No, no, no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. Super I cares. Peppa Farmers remembers. <laughs> Anyways, oh uh, yeah, we got a trademark this week. Ooh, what's it gonna be? Ooh, ooh. Oh, you thought it was the Sentai trademark? No, that's Action Extra. Go, go listen to Action Extra. No, uh, yeah, we got the trademark for something of Ultraman related. Uh, we only... Lane's just laughing because it's just a picture of a bunch of Japanese text on it. Uh, apparently this what I don't know why that's so funny because <laughs> like I, I went on I, I look I was looking at it expecting to just see like the translated text that just says what it says oh. and I'm just looking at it I'm like I don't see it God just put up the, the, the image of just the, the trademark in its original form <laughs> where are the subtitles <laughs> oh I don't know why that's so funny <laughs> No, no, it's in Digicode Lane. Oh, oh it's in Weeps Moonspeak. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't. I, I still can't believe in Digimon, man. Patamon grabs a letter. What is it, Patamon? It's in Digicode. It's in fucking Japanese. Yeah, Japanese is in Digicode. 
Did you know that in the latest seasons of the Pokemon anime, they actually made up their own language? Just to save, like, cost and time of changing Japanese lettering to English lettering? No, they use all their lettering based off the unknown. So they got their language. Imagine, that'd be amazing. Just everything that's written down is just, they all look like unknowns. That'd be fantastic. They should have done that! Lowercase and uppercase unknown? Yeah! Is there a lowercase unknown? No, there's only uppercase, and then there's the question mark and the exclamation mark unknown. I have that. So there's technically 28 unknown. So anyways, uh, yeah, so this trademark, uh, I don't know if this trademark came out September 6th, or, yeah, it came out on September 24th, 2019, but it was registered on September 6th, in which it is the trademark name for a character, uh, a character title we don't really know yet, named Ultraman Regai, or Rega? Let's see. Well, it's it's R-E-I-G-A. R-E-I-G-A, Rega. Yeah, Rega, which it could possibly be the movie exclusive form for, uh, for Taiga. Maybe it's a new Ultraman. Maybe it's it, registered for the new Ultraman? Nah, too early. We don't get that until January. Mm. Uh, so this definitely must be for like the movie. Best case scenario, it's probably a fusion between Taiga, Fuma, and Titus. Imagine, imagine we just finished Ultraman and Taiga, and then like two months later, they just released a new series. We'd be like, what the fuck? What? They always start in July. <laughs> no, it'd be crazy for a new Ultraman show to go for an entire year. Because, like, they finished filming already, so now they're just like, all right, next Ultraman's All right, let's, let's start working. No, or... I feel like they take it. You know why? You know why Ultraman's so good? It's because they finish production, like, in August, and then the rest of the time they just plan out what they're going to do for the next one. Yeah. That, that's what they do. They take, like, six months of planning, and then they... Then they start filming. And, and think of it, just because the show's done doesn't mean the cast is done. They, they do a bunch of, like, uh... Stage shows. Like, stage show events for, do... throughout the year until the next show actually starts. So get the movie? Yeah, get get the movie! Yeah, oh my god, we're gonna, f- we're gonna have, like, six Ultraman on screen. Rosso Blue, Grigio, and Titus Fuma, and Tiger. And Trigir if he's not dead by the end of the show. Yeah, he's gonna- I, I want to see, like, an origin story. Like, a little mini episode about what was Tregear like before he was an Ultraman. Like, or as an Ultraman. You know what? I think that may be it. Maybe instead of killing him off, he gets redeemed. That'd be cool. Like, a new bad guy shows up and he's like, oh, fuck. Gee, just no, come, ooh, no, that's it. That's what happens. Think of it as this. New baddie shows up. Tregear gets beaten. Trigir sacrifices himself and he gives his power to freaking uh, to Hiroyuki. What if what movie if, form is a fusion between all four of them? Oh, there you go. What if that's him? Like Ultraman Regia is Trigir. Well, I think I think Trigir is his actual name. Oh, okay. I mean, because if you take out the E, the T, it was like Regia, kinda. Maybe. Yeah. Could, could possibly be it. Now Jade will just come in with one of his patented fucking evil, like good good hugs and just hug the shit out of you. It's okay, man. No need to just let go. Go hug just, the just evil let go. out of you, man. Yeah, I'm just gonna hug the evil out of you. Work with Belial. You can work with your gear. Ra- Raven saw that scene when I was watching the finale of Jade for notes, and he was like, "Damn, 
He legit hugged the evil out of him. Hey, whatever this trademark is, hopefully we see it in the future. Oh yeah, Steve can, uh, uh, secured me a figure X Ultra G. Oh, did he? Yep. Ninety dollars, but hey, that's better. It's better than what fucking aftermarket prices. Or what, hundred and fifty? Yeah, and once I get him, I am posing him hugging the lion. I have to. Like that's the only way you can fucking do it. Or his uh, first entrance, like his first first time he transformed. Because I love his entrance indeed. Well, you, uh, you, you, I think you may have spoken too early, Lane. Oh. Because uh, we're gonna skip skip a news story quickly. Talk okay. about this. Oh. Uh, there's news of SH Figuarts uh premium Bandai Ultraman G Darkness. Oh, oh, oh. look at that. He's so evil. It is legit Belial in a new form. Like, no, you know what this is? This is Aizen if he just decided to worship Jeet instead of Orb. Oh my goodness, they could, there's an Orb Darkness in Ultra Galaxy Fight. Are they just going to repaint the Orb Dark figure art that they couldn't sell and make it Orb Darkness? Maybe. But, but yeah, now they have no excuse to make a Zero Darkness figure art. No, and if they make Zero Darkness, I will get it, because that is technically Belial in Zero's body. It's my favorite Zero form. This looks good. Look at that fucking beam! Jesus Christ! That's so cool. He looks so good. Yeah, no, that's like, that's that's Jeed if he was like pure evil. This You, you know what this is? Hmm? Like, if you remove all the purple marks... This would have definitely been, like, a prototype, like, an early draft design for G, if he was meant to be, like, the son of Belial. He is the son of Belial. Well, yeah. Always will be. More, what, like, more, more like Clone Tube, maybe. No, but I like that even... Uh, that's uh, that's why I liked in the Rogue movie, like, Riku was explaining to, uh, freaking, uh, Asahi was just like, no, I mean, I have, I have a... Fa my father is Ultraman Belial, he's really bad. He just, he just... I killed it. He's like, I'm his son. Yeah, uh, this figure is coming out in March of 2020, and will be going for six thousand three hundred and eighty dollars. That's not bad. That's like ninety, like eighty, ninety bucks. Could when the, it's just a repaint. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's just you know, it's not going to be a retail release. It's just, if you want it, you gotta buy it on their, on their shop. Yeah. I do need to get uh, Belial and Atrocious eventually. Oh yeah. Like if like again, like I said before, I want I want to get Belial Atrocious figure, but I wanted to get OG Belial first before I got him. Okay. I need to cuddle him, stroke him, love him. Probably shouldn't have said the word stroke. Are you gonna stroke his ego? Yep. His dead corpse ego? Yep. So good. He does look good. I only got him for $75. That is like a really and good It was like, oh, you're getting it for 75 bucks. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so if you're interested in the, in the G Darkness. I gotta get this. I gotta get the, the Red Eye G. Magnificent. Oh, yeah, I still need to get Magnificent. You're right. Oh. If they if they announce solid burning acro smasher when you get those, no, 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 I only want magnificent. 
Maybe Acro Smasher, because Acro Smasher is pretty nice looking. I, didn't, I wasn't a big fan of Salt Burning. You know what I can see them doing? Hmm? Final Forms. Like, or not Final Forms, movie exclusive forms. I'd also probably get his movie form, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Ultimate Final? Yeah. You usually need to get Royal McMaster. Yeah. I, I still need to get the vinyl for the freaking movie forms. Like, Groob. Groob Trigger. I still need to get a bunch of Taiga stuff. But of course, right as I lose my job, Taiga comes in. Yep. Anyways, cool. uh, let's go back to the uh, the news story before that. So there is a, a Super Aya Productions YouTube channel released a video for the Super Aya convention in December. And it's basically explains where it is, where it's happening, and who are the guests. Cool. Uh, one of the big things is that it is, if I can actually find it, they, like they even have a map of like where it will be. That's so cool. Oh, we at the Tokyo Dome City. Ooh. And I looked it up more. So, it's not like a your average convention where like you buy you buy your ticket and you get to see all the things. Mm-hmm. No, it's kind of like it's open to the public. You have to buy the ticket. Like you gotta buy uh for like the event though. Oh, okay. So it's like there's a Darkness Heals live event. You want to go to that? You gotta pay for it. Mm. Uh, season two talk for the Ultraman anime. You gotta pay for that. Like they're all separate payments. Okay. <clears throat> but that one thing that got me by surprise is uh, yeah, all new. Like he covered like all the main uh title characters from he covered. Sorry, I, I, I love this. So you have Hikaru, you got Sho, you got Daichi, you got Guy, you got Riku, you got. Fucking Katsumi, Katsumi and Yusami, then Hiroyuki, and then just at the very end, you just have Lito. Because, like, why not? Because why not? He deserves to be there. Everyone loves him. I think, I think honestly, he was, like, the fan favorite of Jeed. <laughs> he was MVP Jeed. He, like, I love Jeed a lot, and even I agree that, like, yeah, no, Lito was MVP character. Like, how cool would it be to get, like, a giant freaking poster with all their autographs Where's on Where's Goki? Ooh. Like Goki, isn't that Vegeta King? Yes, there's a Goki there. Well, it's main main Ultraman. Yeah, Goki was protagonist. <laughs> Goki's game. Goki. It's like yeah, Ultraman. All right, sweet. Ginga victory X or oh, oh, D see, Rosso Blue. See, Lane, they listen. Space Team Superior. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait. I'm actually surprised they're showing Space Team Superior. Hun. But Belial's Belial gonna No, but there is going to be a musical, uh, there's gonna be an orchestra performance there. They ruined their fucking chance of calling it Ultra Live. Ultra Live. Ruined their fucking chance. Ultra Live! Ultra Live! <laughs> yeah, the first song they could play is the fucking Ginga theme. Da, 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 da. Yeah, you got a bunch of uh, singers there, including Dinah. Sweet. And Voyager, probably. Yeah, there's Voyager. Yeah. Uh, uh. Um, uh, I don't know who the other two are. I'd say probably the singer of the Orb theme, and then probably, probably, probably some singers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the people that run Subaraya Galaxy, which is basically their new site. Uh oh, there's gonna be a talk about uh, Ultraman Archives. Cool. And which Tiga's there, so maybe there will be 
a Blu-ray set just for uh, just for uh, Tiga for the archive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once again, season two talk. But then we have the biggest news story, or not the biggest news story, but the biggest announcement. Uh, the the first four Ultraman are going to be there. So we got Ultraman, Ultra Seven, Jack and Ace. Oh, Taro. Huh? He doesn't really come to these events. Wow. Asshole. I think the last thing... The last time we heard from him was for the... Uh, when Mother of Ultra's actress passed away. Oh. That was the last time we actually heard from him. Hmm. But yeah, and then as for the four actresses, I'm not entirely sure who they are. You know what? It's probably... Maybe the one on the left is like Fuji? It looks like her. Yeah, that's probably Fuji. Okay, so it's probably like the respective, the, like. The girl protags from each show. Yeah. yeah. Like so, the heroines from yeah, each show. Yeah, so that's probably Fuji. She's like, Not age well. Because I'm just kidding. No, she's aged well. Look at Hayata, though. You can tell that's Hayata. He's always had that haircut. And just, no, he's always said that he just had, like, that's the thing. Hyatt's actor really, like, stands out. Like, it's very distinct. So, like, you can tell. Like, and there's Dan Morboshi. He hasn't aged a day. Yeah. And that's Jack on the, the third one? Yep. Oh, so it's, yeah. That's why he hasn't been on Free Soldier. He's too busy fucking going no, back. No, Super, again, Super Hat took him back. We're like, no, no, we. Hey, we got you. Yeah, like, they tried to, they, they stole him for this, and then Super Hat found him. They're like, uh uh, no. <laughs> No, 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 Toei, Toei hands him his paycheck. The fuck's this? I get more from Subaraya. I get more just showing up as Jack. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. No, it's like, but you haven't been Ultraman in like 49 years, or like 48 years, and it's like, yeah, but I still get alimony pay. Like, not alimony, but like... Uh, royalty Yeah, yeah, checks. he still gets royalty checks that are more than what Toei's handing him. <laughs> Maybe that's why he hasn't shown up in Rear Soldier. Just, oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> you guys are cool. Keep doing what you're doing. But I'm out. Shop. <laughs> just as himself, he just flies off like Ultraman. Also, Schwarma Truck? Really? That's what my character's doing? That'd be funny. Just, yeah, yeah. Now I want to go. But it's in Japan. I'm still up and go to Japan. But I want to go. But the SpongeBob Broadway musical is happening at the same time. SpongeBob. Anyways, Anyways, that's cool. Yeah, that's and the rest. Yeah, and then it's a super high convention at Tokyo Dome City in the building right beside it. Uh, once again, happening on December fourteenth and the fifteenth. Hell yeah! Just two days for this thing. Also, I heard there was a brunch. A brunch with Ultraman. Ultra brunch. The only downside to it, though, is I can't have breakfast with Zafi. Kind of bullshits us. Zafi doesn't have a human host. It's either it's either you can have dinner with Ultraman, like any of the main title Ultraman, but not Zafi. I'm like, the fuck is this shit? Yeah, I mean, where's Zafi? Just get the original Ultraman. Just put like get a marker out, put dots on. There, come on, Zafi. What oh, fuck it? You got your you got your blood on him or something. There you are. Which is off though? The pre-cured Zoffy. Alright, I'll grab the fifth mark Zoffy. Sure. Because I have a Zoffy shrine. Yeah, you do. Just I, I still don't understand 
Hounds off. He's my favorite character. I don't. I, I think it's because you just don't you don't know a lot about him, so that kind of makes him special and unique from like all the other Ultramen. So you're like, you know what? I like him because he's different. <laughs> Doesn't get a lot of attention. He's just that guy. Yeah, that's why you and I need to go have season of Thunderbuster figure, and then we just have like a line divided line between them where like I own half of him, you own half of him, and that's we have to keep him there forever. We can't. None of us. Neither one of us can like take them out of that space. Unless I buy you out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll give you 20 bucks for extra for me. Alright, fine. Alright, uh, so Super Ultraman Motion Set 6 action figures announced. So we got. Mavius. Yeah. And I don't know who the other two are. Uh, it's a ghoul. Oh, it's a ghoul. Oh. It's a. So both Guy and a ghoul have uh, two different suits. Oh. So this is uh, the first suit. Okay. Then you have Brave form Mabius and uh, a Keloid from uh, Ultraman Tiga. You know what I'm actually really afraid because I'm kind of a like in terms of like Toku show watching that I want to do for myself for next year. I actually buy myself, or you can watch it with me. I don't really care either way. But next year, my goal is I want to watch all the Cosmos. All Ultraman Cosmos. All Cosmos. So I don't know. I just. I like Cosmos. And I feel like if I watch this entire show, I feel... Like, this is just a feeling I have, but I feel like he might end up becoming, like, my favorite Ultraman at the end of the, the day. I, I think that... I think that... Bleh. I mean, you... It is legally available. Because he looks really good. Uh, streaming Like, he looks good because the blue and silver looks so nice. Yeah. Plus, he's a pacifist. And, like, I like... Like, usually I do, like, evil and stuff like that, but... I, when it comes to heroes, I like the I like like real heroes who are like willing to do whatever's necessary to like you know help people. And and Cosmos does that. He just he helps monsters. Doesn't kill them unless it's like absolutely necessary. So yeah. So sorry. In twenty twenty, I am going to watch the entirety of Ultraman Cosmos, all fifty six episodes. Going to guard sixty five. Oh, sixty five. <laughs> Yeah, Garth told me a long, like, it went on a bit of a hiatus, and then they're just like, oh, no, we're going to keep going. Yeah, there were some, from what I understand, there were some allegories with uh, Cosmos's actor. About, I don't know, I think it was like he was in some sort of porno or something. They were like, oh, we can't have, like, they're, like, so they put the show on hiatus. We're like, what the fuck's going on, guys? And it's like, uh, this happened. Now, you guys are probably wondering, well, Lane, why wouldn't you watch Ultraman Gaia? Because, you know, you love when he shouts a guy. Yeah, well, that's why I have saved on my Facebook videos i have that compilation of just him saying gaia every fucking time that i will keep treasure forever <laughs> uh for for me next year like personal show wise i think i'm gonna next year i'm definitely gonna start like finishing off the super sentai franchise yeah you're so fucking close dude jesus so close i just need a, how many of you said this you watched now Hmm? How many sunsets have you watched now? 28. Damn. Out of 43. Wow. Of Mega Ranger, I'm currently working on, so that's number 29. And then Ryu Soldier, so 30. So I've seen 30 out of the 43. Fuck. Still 13 left to go? Yeah. Damn. Well done, sir. Yeah, there's the last three shows of the 90s, and then everything from Go Ranger to turbo or to five man all right 
Uh, these figures look good. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it's just... Yeah, we never talked about the first five sets, so... I don't know, this just came up and I'm like, alright. Right. Hey, you know what, for little finny figures, these look pretty fucking good. For 5,500 yen. Well, you get the set of them, so... Four figures. Yeah. Plus some accessory sets. Like, like a stand for, like, uh, effect, for effect parts. Wait, is the beam coming out of Ghoul's, like, face? Yeah. Oh, is he shooting a beam out of his head? Yeah, oh, dude, there's, um... Cool. There was a compilation that I saw. It was like, they were just, like, both Gaia and Agul were going at it with this one monster. Just attack after attack. Like, like different laser beams, like, everywhere. Damn. And the thing fucking just exploded. <laughs> it was like, oh, damn. No, uh, if, if I was going to get the set, I would get it for the Keloid. Because I like his design. He looks cool. And uh, I, I looked up some of the other sets as well, and uh, Tiga, Dinah, and Gaia are a set. Okay. Uh, by themselves. There's one of the manga Ultraman. Uh, the original Ultraman, I think Zeton's a part of it as well. But yeah, these look cool. I'd I, I like to see what else is there in this line. I, I always enjoyed Mabius' design as well. I think if he had a blue form, it would look really good. Mabius does look good. He's based on a cat. Really? Yeah. The, the head... It, his head's uh, supposed to look like a cat. Oh. I suppose Mavius isn't your favorite. <laughs> no. You love cats. That's why you have told one. Oh my goodness. They're all cute. I always told Gar that if he ever has his cat of his own, like his own personal cat, he's just named Zofty. That's such a cat name. Zofty. 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 Yeah. Zofty Zofty. That's an episode time. Fluffless. <laughs> fluffless. Fluffler. Fluffless. Fluffler. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my proud ones. All right. All right. And the uh, last news story. <coughs> Aside from all the common Rider pictures we see here. Yeah. The uh, last one is what we're most interested in. Yeah. So, uh. Remember we saw that, uh, the concept art for, oh, what would Tia look like in the fucking manga? Yeah. Well, that was always intended to be a, uh, figurized, uh, figurized model kit. And we finally got an actual image of the figure itself. Looks cool. Looks okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a prototype, so... It is a prototype. The final will look really cool. Yeah, it just... I don't know. I think you need to have some lighting in the helmet. I think that's it. It just looks dead. Dead in the eyes. But there is a cool thing about this, is that um, in the background, you can clearly see... Uh, you can see that they they do intend on making a evil Tiga uh, model kit. So it's like, yeah, it makes sense. Just a repaint. Hmm. Yeah, it looks good. Um, unfortunately, there I don't think there is any... Can you have a manga blind? God, what would that look like? Hey, we finally just got a freaking armored suit for... Uh, an armored suit for Taro. Yeah, we like finally saw what Taro looks like when he's not on fire. Well, we always knew what he looked like when he wasn't on fire. It's just he never had a proper armor. Oh, okay. Like a proper Iron Man Ultraman suit. Oh. Until recently. Oh. What did he have before? Nothing. He was just... Um, it was just he looked like Taro, but just on fire? Actually, hang on. Like, that, that's confusing. Um, spoilers for the moment. Oh my god, there's uh, Jack right there. Oh, where is it? I'm trying to find it. Where are you? 
Where are you? There you are. Oh, is that what he looked like before? Yep. Oh, and then he would just be on fire. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. So he actually kind of went for a more traditional, like, kind of spandex, like, little spandex suit. Yep. Oh, good for him. All right. And what, he's from New York? Yeah. So it's like, go. Is Is he friends with Jack? No. Oh, okay. He's not friends with Jack. No. He hates Jack a lot. <laughs> All right, Ultraman story. And Sophie. Yeah. Oh, man. I always wanted to read this. There you go. It's basically a prequel to, like, the sh- like the Showa era shows. Also, apparently people on Twitter have been, like, fucking bugging uh, sub- all the fan subgroups to be like, Hey, sub fucking into the hero, goddammit. You guys can sub all these fucking other Toku shows. Sub this one fucking movie, please. There's seven groups... Like some someone made an exaggeration, but like, like there are seven groups, uh, subbing Ultraman, like uh, Kamen Rider Zero One, but none of you can be like, you know what? Let's sub freaking in the hero. In, in the hero. In the hero. Yeah, in the hero. You know the movie about the suit actors. Yeah, the movie about suit actors in which Uncle Mario's in it as the Pink Ranger. Also, I found this cool image. Of this thing called Ultraman World, and that includes Taiga Taro, mother and father of Ultra. I am keeping this image. Hmm. Yeah, add it to the freaking. Just gonna add it. Yeah. Also, the character songs came out apparently. Oh yeah, we still need to play this game. City Shroud. Uh, oh, City Shroud in Darkness. Yeah. yeah. No, fuck yeah. Goodness. Why can't, why can't we have nice things? Never have nice things. No, we can't. <laughs> Anyways, that's the news. Oh, yeah. That's the news. That, that is the news. <laughs> Tony Robbins hungry. Oh, my God. So, but speaking of batshit crazy stuff... So we have episode 22 of Ultraman, Surface Destruction Maneuver. What the fuck was that? What? Like, like to quote Goku from Dragon Ball Z Abridged, Ultraman? What the hell was that? Yeah, no, really, what the hell was that? <laughs> what just... What was that? This is the weirdest episode of Ultraman we've ever seen. So everything about it was fucking weird. It was so trippy. So trippy. Like, yeah, it's the sixties. Like, yeah, this, sh- this episode came out in the sixties, but just this feels. This episode doesn't feel finished. <laughs> it's finished. It doesn't feel finished. Because it's the editing's all over the place, the music's all over the place, things are missing, things are just jumping around everywhere. Fucking all the close-up shots, like every time like people were talking, like they just shot close up on their faces, I'm like, and then like the shots they used are weird, like they cut, like there's this one scene where like they're they're walking and they're like in front of cameras or something, and then it like does like a wipe, and they're on like this other scene walking, and I'm like. 
the f- like did Alfred Hitchcock fucking direct this episode? No, Kubrick directed this episode. You know what? Or fuse them together. Alfred Kubrick. No, Stan Stanford Stanford Kubrick. Leave her comment it's, down. Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Starring Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins played uh played Alfred Hitchcock. That was a thing. Anyways, so this episode features not fucking Jim. Yeah, but fucking Anne. Yeah, a another member of the Science Patrol from Paris named Anne, in which she she's come to take Hayata back to Paris with her. But then once Hayata leaves Shit hits the fan. Oh, she's gone. Like, they're gone. And, like, we assume that Hayata crashed the VTOL because, you know, that's what Hayata does best. He just... I, I think this Ultraman just doesn't know how to fly, like, aerial vehicles. Because, like, mm-hmm. makes sense because he, he can already fly. Because, you know, he's Ultraman. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, eh, I can fly. I don't even learn how to fly a plane. <laughs> so... That's a very good point while I eat this cookie. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so the kaiju of this episode was the underground monster Telestalon. So, it was interesting looking. He, uh, like, he had, a, he had a really cool roar that I liked. Apparently it's just a reused uh, Giongo roar. Who's, who's Giongo? Giongo, he was, um, he was from episode 11 of Ultraman. Oh, was he that random monster, like the one with the magic stone? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, he was just reused of his roar. Um, All these which, monsters starting to yeah, merge. So, together. like, he started to cause, like, apparently he's a kaiju that's from, like, this subterranean fucking race of aliens or something. And, like, they're sensitive to light because, like, they have no eyes. Even though you can clearly see it's just, like, flesh-colored, like, tape just over their eyeballs. Yeah, this ep- so they all wear sunglasses, and they're all—they're all English-speaking people too. Like you can tell, they're all English-speaking people. This episode was just weird. Yeah. Like one thing I want to bring up is the music in this episode. You could take a drinking game. So if you watch Ultraman, you know that the opening starts with the Ultra Q, like the Ultra Q logo coming in, and then it explodes and it shows the Ultraman logo. Yep. You you know that bit of music that plays when that happens, like boom, 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 yeah, boom, yeah. That happened every single time they cut to a new scene. Yeah, like every like five minutes, it kept happening over and over, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Just so yeah. So, the subterranean people, they kidnap Anne. They disguise one of themselves as Anne. Kidnapped Hayata. Be- because they knew he was Ultraman. Yeah, because they knew he was Ultraman. Because at this point, aliens just, aliens just fucking know that Hayata's Ultraman. Because, mm-hmm. like, I guess he just smells of Ultraman. Smells, can smell it off of him. You can, he smells of spacing and race. Yeah. It smells like fucking Ultraman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And their plan is to basically take over the surface world by hypnotizing Hayata into transforming into Ultraman. 
Which, when they actually did, that was the fucking worst idea they ever had. Because they all the, died. The, the man's called the giant being of light for a fucking reason, people. When he transforms, he, like, glows in a bright-ass light. And if you're doing that shit underground, yeah, you're gonna fucking see it. So, like... Just, like, they, they hypnotize him into transforming to Ultraman, and then he just, like, you know, we assume he glows in, glows in a bright light, and they're like, ah, shit, and then they die. Like, they literally fucking die, because they're sensitive to light. And Ultraman saved Anne yeah. off screen. Saved the real Anne. <laughs> like, she she shows up in the fucking uh, the Ultra, like, Science Patrol headquarters, and they're like, oh, fuck, it's her. She has regular eyes. Oh. Yeah. Just, yeah, everyone's losing their shit, and I'm just thinking, is this what happens when Hayata leaves? Like, everything just hits the freaking fan? Just weird stuff happened this episode. Again, with people with the eyes, like you got people with no eyes, they're living underground, they have a pet monster named Telestan, which they throw freaking numerous napalms at them. Or at it. Like shit ton. And like, they're in the jet VTOL and they're just tossing them down one, like, freaking, not even one by one, just like freaking five at a time. They're all just coming down. Like, how many are in this jet? <laughs> this jet's not big. And then, like. And it did nothing. And, like, in their main, main control room where we always see them, like, it looked like half the set was missing. Because, like, half the screen, half of the set was, like, in black. And, like, it's just. I feel like every episode they do of Ultraman, they just want to try something different. Or, like, Subaraya wasn't, like, overlooking it that day, so they're like, hey, let's just be lazy, we'll let's do weird shots. It, like, it's weird to think that they did this. It's like... Like, like there has to be, like, a what, what, wiki, there has to be, like, a reason. No, I don't think there is. But it's just, like, it's weird to think that they were just like, you know what? Let's just do a random episode, and I'm like, uh, okay, do what you do what you want, but it's weird. It's so weird. I, this episode gave me motion sickness. Like after watching it, like it felt like a fucking like Halloween episode. Like it was so, it was psychologically hurting my brain. Yeah. And then, like, Ultraman, like, defeats him by just, like, throwing him a bunch of times, and then he just dies. Dead. And Ultraman's just like, alright, well, bye! Yeah. Well, yeah, Telestan's just a, uh, it's just a giant lizard. Just a giant lizard. Or salamander. Yep. He's not a newt, though. It's not, not Ned's newt. Nope. <laughs> He's not Pangu. Ultraman versus Pangu, who would win? Pengu. Alright, who would win? Ultraman or that scary walrus, walrus from Pengu? Pengu. <laughs> yeah. There isn't much to say about this episode aside from... If you want to see some trippy shit... Oh, no, wait, sorry. There's one more thing. Mm-hmm. So, I remember this episode fondly because of one thing. And that is on the original Mill Creek DVDs. The subtitles were not, um, they were, they were like a few minutes behind or a few minutes ahead. Mm -hmm. So like, you couldn't actually watch the episode properly 
like without properly understanding it because the subs would either be behind or behind a minute or like ahead of a minute. Mm-hmm. I think they were I think they were ahead by like a minute. Oh, oh, that's awful. But I just I remember the whole like like the civilization kidnapping Ultraman. And they're like hypnotizing him. I remember that part. But everything else was just in a sense of giant fever dream. It's like, you know what this feels like? Mm-hmm. This feels like an episode that they had an idea of what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like this could have been a two-parter where everything's going batshit crazy. Yeah. But it's like, nah, I can't do that. Uh, yeah, this episode was really fucking trippy. I didn't like it. It was disturbing. You know what, no. You know what it feels like more? feels like one of those creepypastas that you read online about, like, oh, yeah, there was this, like, Pokemon game that I played, like, I got and such. And, like, the game started talking to me. Yeah. That's what this episode felt like. It was like, I rented the, I rented an Ultraman DVD from the local video rental store. No one rented it in, like, years. It was on VHS, so I dug up my old VHS. There was a note in it being beware of the se- of the twenty second episode, and it's like it feels like it feels like one of those fan made edits of a creepy pasta that people put online, like the whole Lost Simpsons episode with like Bart dying. Oh fuck! It's weird. Yeah. So like, I I don't want to come back to this episode. No. But it's Telestan. He's one of the more iconic kaiju's. But it's like. This episode's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. I may not even be able to get to sleep tonight. Anyways, let's move on to Tega. So, episode 22, The Fog's Coming, so... A.K.A. Stranger Things, The Ultraman Edition. No, A.K.A. the episode I've been finally waiting for, a Hori-focused episode, but more importantly, a Hori-focused episode with a girl. Well, we we had one of those when they went to the resort. No, but that was just with an old college friend and then old college flame yeah sure but then she went with the other guy who broke up with him and then he went fucking insane turned to a monster and then he died it did not end well gar so they buried a friend that day me so hoary me so stupid I almost almost made Ichi Lane lose his drink I I just called you Ichi because you were drinking freaking Pepsi yeah no I can see the confusion um. So, like this episode, yeah, it pretty much it felt like it felt like a horror, like a horror film, because like they, there's this mysterious fog that's going around like the woods or something like that, and then like all these people, they have like these like like this meteorite crashed on Earth, and it has like this weird like parasitic alien life form thingy, and like it grabs onto people's necks, and like you know it grows onto them, and like it looks like just like a giant fucking tumor's growing out of their neck. It, it like feeds on their energy. Yeah, and then like the only and like it absor- like it takes their 
their life energy out, and then like it goes into the meteorite, like the the, the mother alien. Yeah. yeah so uh, the kaiju this episode is the parasitic monster. Magina. Uh, Magina. Ma- Magina. Magina. Brother, is it time for my Magina yet? If you don't know what I'm... Oh, what Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm vagina monologues? Yeah. That's, that's the funniest thing Lil Kareem's ever done. And what, that was was a, that Lil Kareem? That was Lil Kareem, yeah. So on the podcast, they they got him to just do the entire first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge, but replace everything with word with vagina. <laughs> so I he, thought that was just someone else. No, if, yeah, no, no, that was Lil Kareem doing that. And he's just like, he couldn't fucking keep it together because it was just no, he was was losing shit. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, like as we're watching this episode, we're we're just thinking of just like Stranger Things because it's like this, that's what this episode reminded us a bit. Out in the middle of nowhere, a science center in the middle of nowhere, some strange creature that killed people, that, killed some scientists, yeah, killed some scientists, and there's a girl, strange girl. Who's this girl? I didn't catch her name. Her name was. Uh, here, uh, like, fuck, Mariyuki Izaki? Yeah, yeah, she was the daughter... Of the that guy who, like, got that ship transformed. Yeah, so she's related to the scientist from the fourth... Ep- I, I want to say the fourth episode of Tiga, uh, uh, Farewell to Earth. Yeah. Also, I accidentally looked up some spoilers about her character, but I won't get into it. Yeah. But, yeah, I was like, oh. Um, Hori was also kind of an asshole this episode. Yeah. Because, like, when he first, like, it's kind of like one of those, like, cliche things where, like, you know, a girl, a female and a male character get together and they don't like each other. They kind of just, like, bad heads. They're, they're going to fuck later. Eh, maybe. Um, and then we have the funniest fucking scene this entire episode, at least for me. This is the highlight. It was just, like... She gets knocked out, and, like, hi, uh, a Daigo and Hori find her, and so they bring her to this cabin, middle of the cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods. I still need to watch that movie. It's on Netflix. Oh, cool. Chris Hemsworth said it. I know. That's, He's in everything. See, that's, the MCU has ruined those actors for me, because now I can't, if I ever see them in a, a movie other than an MCU film, what it about, me out. What about Tessa Thompson and Creed? That's fine, because I didn't know she was Valkyrie until after. <laughs> Um, so, she wakes up, and just, there's Hori just staring right at her, and literally just a shot of her going, ah! just, like, cowering in fucking fear. She's scared for her life, and I was like, Hori's not that scary. But, yeah, but, it's, it's like if I woke up, and you were just staring right at me. What are you, Guardian Ranger, Ultra Ranger? Ah! Like, get the fuck out of her. How do you even get in? My door's locked. Get the fuck locked. out of my room, play Minecraft. Shut up, Mom, I'm on MSN. Um, uh, but, oh, what else was... No, I made the Ninja Turtles reference where, like, April wakes up and she sees the turtles in, like, the first movie. It's just, why can't I just have dreams about Harrison Ford? And then she splinter, faints. It's always the rat that makes the fucking people lose their shit. She didn't faint. Everyone else fainted. Oh. Um... Well, like, I don't know, just, like, the, it wasn't much to go on, like, like, cause, I don't know, just, like, 
I'm sorry. I just I kept thinking about episode ten of Tiger too much. <laughs> like that's just like like when we get into it, it's just like that's the highlight. But, well, it's not even that. Just like this episode feels like a two-parter again. Like because like everything happened so fast. Like there, it's a it's a good idea. Yeah. Where like, it's an entire it's. It, it, it was kind of like in uh, Taiga episode seven, seven and eight with the whole forest thing. That's what that reminded me of. And like that was a two part. It did it well because like you could you could have it like spread out throughout the first two parts. Granted, the second part of that two parter was more focused on Night Fang, but still you could have had this episode be like Daigo, like Daigo and Hori, like land in like land in the forest and like. It gets to nightfall, end of part one, part two's the next day. Yeah. Where they like, try to escape. Yeah. Oh, also, sorry, uh, just going back to Ultraman episode 22, I forgot. There is there is something familiar about this episode, and then we remember there was an episode of X that they did, where I think they it was a reference to this episode. Yeah. They had, like, a woman, mysterious woman with glasses. Uh, like, it, it was and, uh, episode three of yeah, Ultraman X with Talistone. Yeah, and she summoned Talistone, so that was cool. Yeah. So I, I like that Ultraman does that. They like reference each other. Oh, don't worry, we'll get to that. Oh yeah, oh. we'll get to Antiga. Fuck. Um, but just I I like the yeah, you know what this reminded me of a bit hmm? uh, episode twenty two of Tiga a bit. It reminded me of the Blair Witch Project, in like not in the horror aspect, but in like a summary. Characters lost in the woods. Like Marble Hornets. No. Don't you ever fucking mention that while I'm in the room. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you don't like Marble Hornets. No, I am terrified by that. I was too, but I watched the entire thing because it was so fascinating to watch. Nope. I wanted to see how it ended. No, nope, with me, I can't handle that. That's fair. That's fair. It's not for everybody. Like, for for those... for the, I'm just going to briefly get into it. For those that don't know, I don't mind... The concept of a horror film. I just cannot handle them. Due to me having a fear. Of not being able. Like. I have a fear of. Like especially around this time. Of someone looking at me. Like I have a fear that someone is watching me. Oh. Yeah. So you, don't, you would not like slasher flicks. Like that. Like classic slasher flicks. Like flicks like Halloween. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. I can handle those because it's like, you know... But, Stuff like It? Nope. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to handle that. Just the concept of like there's something that I don't know of watching. I, I've been trying to get you to watch the new It movie with me, but I'm probably just going to watch it by myself. Well, no, no. We still... We can still watch it. It's just okay. we haven't had time to yeah. actually watch it. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh my foot popped. <laughs> but yeah, the, this episode, like, it, it was it was good. Like... Like, the mist. But, yeah, no, the fog was pretty cool. It was creepy just seeing those people with the fucking, like, parasites on their And then, like, they could fly around, they have tentacles. Hori, like, shot a couple down, but then, like... Then water's they, their weakness. Yeah, water's their... They have a weakness to water. Yeah, because, like, they, they were on dirt bikes, like Daigo and uh, Hori were. They were on freaking BMX but bikes. in the opening, I see, like, they have, like, a, a bigger... Another jet, they have a fucking submarine vehicle, and I'm like, where the fuck are they getting these things? TPC is probably funding it. I feel like TPC is just like one of those things where it's like, oh, Guts was just like a little mini thing, but they don't like give a shit about them. Hmm. We have a jet. Uh, hmm. We have a drill we haven't really tested yet. 
I don't want to sacrifice any of our men. Guts, here's a new weapon. <laughs> I guess something bad happens. Eh, don't worry, there is guts. It's guts. Yeah, like, I love that even, uh, what's-her-face, the, the chick or whatever, like, she see, notices, like, that the, they are gut, whoring uh, they are from guts, and she just kind of, like, insults them. It's like, oh, well, you guys are all about investigating stuff, why don't you fucking find out? Like, because they keep, like, questioning her about stuff, and it's like, because you've been around this shit longer, and so you know, you must know something. You're helping them investigate. What is going on? So then, like, yes, like, Hori kind of protects her. Daigo gets fucked up and gets, like, ends up in a river. But then, like, because he gets, like, he gets, like, thrown off his bike by one of the creatures, and then, like, it latches to his neck, but then because he falls in water... It kills it. Like, it. It kills it. And then he's floating down the river, eventually comes to his senses, but then, like, the Magina's, like, fucking fighting. Magina. I call him Magina. <laughs> I know it's Magina. <laughs> in... In... in in vagina. Vagina! Um, so then, uh, Dago, like, wakes up, he turns to the Tiga, but, like, yeah, he's yeah, actually... But, but that's not even the funny part, though. He wakes up because Reyna has some sort of psychic connection with her. Or with her, just, Dago, wake up! And then he just instantly wakes up, just... Yeah, oh, it's, it's like an Empire Strikes Back when just, like, Luke's trying to, like, get Leia's attention before she, like, flies off of Bespin. And it's just like, hear me, Leia. Leia. Luke. Leia. Let's go back. Oh, what was something, something dark side? Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck's just in his bed. The fuck? <laughs> Luke, if that's you, wave your right hand. No, your right hand. It's me, fuckers. <laughs> um. So then, yeah. So Tiga's fighting uh, Magina, and uh, like he's, he's goes at, power type. Yeah, he goes power type, but he's still getting his fucking ass kicked. And then fucking Shinjo with, with the win, kind of. Oh yeah, Shinjo. Yeah, shows Shinjo shows up right right on fucking time. Shoots a bunch of fucking missiles at the dude, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. Well, not, I think... He, like, distracts him. So, like, there's the monster, and then there's the meteorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he destroys with, the meteorite. Yeah, he destroys the meteorite because that's, like... The it's, source of his power. Yeah, it's feeding him energy. Yeah, and then it weakens him, and then Tegan's just like, well, fuck you, he uses his, like, De power sphere thing. Uh, Delis... Delisium stream. Mm-hmm. Fucks him up. Or, as I call it, the baseball throw. And then they, like, they all gather back together and just, like, the girls, like, appreciates, like, them saving her. Fucking gives Hori a nice kiss on the cheek. And Hori's just like, what the fuck? And, like, everyone's just, like, looking at him like, holy shit! Hori got some! Yeah, they're just, they're, like, taking a double take. Like, uh, like all their, like, Shinjo started crying. Yeah, Shinjo's like, oh, his fucking beautiful brain is like, oh, you fucking whip. Oh, you softy. Just, just, Dago just goes up to Hori and just... Yeah. Like, Way to go, man. Way to go, buddy. Yeah, so, like, so, I don't know, maybe, maybe this will blossom something. So that'd be, that'd be sweet. Or he just has, like, a true love. That'd be nice. Hey, no, hey, so far, the best love story that I've seen Tokusatsu in the last four years was from Dino Church. With Chase and his girlfriend. Oh, no, fuck that. Fucking Tyler and Shelby. Shyler. Yeah, but the funniest thing, though, is that she dumped him... For him, as the Black Ranger, <laughs> and he brings that up. He's like, I can't believe it. She like he's telling Kiefer. Me. No, 
For me! me. Like he's telling this to keep her. She told me to for me. The funniest thing is that it's funny seeing ranger suits do like day to day shit. Like he's just walking around flying kites. It's like Chase, Chase was my favorite character in Town Church. Oh, Chase was best character. And you know what the best thing about this bike is? I look pretty good on it. <laughs> the the Dino Charge cast was a really good group of characters. Except for Michael Tabor, fucking hated it. <laughs> just like it was the worst thing I ever did. I would hate it too if I had to spend my own paycheck just to stay in the hotel room to film a show. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention, I couldn't get paid. If I got hurt on set, that's on me. I don't get any, like, uh, health insurance. No. No. If I hurt myself, I'm done. That's out of my paycheck, out of my pocket. Fuck. Yeah, that's the problem. Huge, giant franchise. Saban was never unionized. Worst thing ever. Anyways, and let's move on to Taiga. So, episode 9, the present for each. A.K.A. We love Orb so much, let's have an episode that reminds us how much we love Orb. Also, we realize that Homare is the best character in Taiga. Oh yeah, Homare is a really good character. Yeah, no, he's... Like, so pretty much the whole sum of this episode is that, like, we've had hints at him, uh, about him that he's an alien. He's an alien! Yeah, this episode straight up admits that Homare is an alien. Yeah, and, like, it shows because, like, you know, he's strong. He can jump really fucking high. Like, he... He like, can he's, talk. He's smart. <laughs> I can sing! <laughs> now I feel like making the thumbnail donkey flying with Homare's face on it. <laughs> but we already have a thumbnail. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so I can see. He can fly. He can fly. He can talk. Oh, oh flying talking homar. <laughs> Anyways, we the episode starts with like, oh yeah. So we might as well talk about the monster in the episode. So it's, it, our, it's our old. Boy, fucking Majapa. Yeah, um... Ram from Orb? Yeah, he was Maga Jappa there. Yeah. A good, like, the god uh, Jappa. But I thought he was from some older show, and I'm like, I look it up, and it's like, no, he originated in Orb. I'm like, oh. Yeah, he's an OG kaiju from fucking Orb, so... Yeah, but he was the he was the, the garbage kaiju. He, he sat in the water, and he made it stinky. Yeah, he made all the hot... Uh, all the uh, hot springs. He made, yeah, he made all the fucking the bathhouses out of order, and Orb guy was not having any of that shit. He's like, no, I will save this fucking bathhouse. It was also the debut episode of uh, Burmite. Yep. Oh. Such a good guitar riff. I know. It could, I, hopefully it's used for a certain thing in the future. So, I like that uh, Hiroyuki and Homari, they have, like, sparring sessions, and so, apparently, they were having... They were fighting 164 times, according to Hiroyuki, which each time Hiroyuki got beaten by Homare, because Homare is better than him. 
I like how they train with uh, actual wooden tampas. Yeah, well, because, like, that's Homari's thing, right? And so, like, he trains himself, and just, like, the man knows what he's doing. He's a fucking pro. Yeah. It's great. And, like, I, I like, on, I, I will straight admit, Homari is my favorite character in this show. Like, he, he's fucking awesome. So badass. I, I'd rather him be the fucking... Actually, I have a... So, I have some complaints about Taiga right now that, like, I have to bring up. Well, you might as well talk about it. We're not talking about the Tri-Squad audio yeah. dramas uh, this so, my complaint is that the reason why I don't think Tiger's working right now, in terms of at least, in terms of Ultraman, is because I don't like that not all three of them are, are on screen together. Like, I think what they should have done was, they should have had, Hiroyuki has Taiga, and then Homari gets Titus, and then, like, Parika gets Fuma, and, like, all three of them can transform into an Ultraman, and then that's how they work together. Mm-hmm. Like, that would have been, that would have been awesome it's so great because i feel like they just they work together if they're working together at the same time and it's like it's like how like you could again the biggest comparison you can have with ultraman tiger right now is with Kamen Rider deno because it's kind of the same format yeah one character was separate with like separate uh characters for uh fighting here's the problem though with Taiga, that it's missing. Yes, you have the voice dramas, but if you don't watch that, Ultraman's kind of like a side thing in Taiga itself. Like, he is not the main focus. No. If anything, it's like how in the original Ultraman, Ultraman's not really that big of an important like characters. Yeah, like, in the last few episodes we've seen of Ultraman, he shows up literally in, like, the last minute of the episode, and then that's it. Like, he shows up for one minute, does his thing, and then he moves on. And yeah. then, the end of episode. Like, they all go, ha, 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 make a joke, and that's it. Yeah, and then end. The end. Yep. Where now, like I said, like I said a couple episodes ago, like, for new Ultraman, we're spoiled. Oh yeah, we like, get like good. Sometimes we start an episode with like Ultraman already in the middle of a fight. Mm-hmm. We we get him like three times in an episode, like because that that's why we're here. We're here to watch Ultraman. Hell, in the Zero movie, we get nothing but Ultraman all the fucking time. We have a t- fucking fifteen minute fight of just Ultraman just fucking fighting to death. It's fucking amazing. You. Get me the kaiju journal. You yeah, too. Fight to the fight to the death. Zombie fight. Oh, we're thunderbuster now. Oh, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> I just I cut them both figures in half. I combine them. Gar, look, I made thunderbuster. Lane, no. You know what? I want to see an, an art rendition of that. Because think of it, it's just orb, and then like the mix the. Like just what would happen if Bebelisle and the Zoffy fuse? Yeah, like what would they actually look like if you take both designs together as I mean, one? I mean, someone's had to have done that. Yeah, it's you know what I've also found. Huh? Freaking someone made human forms of the Tri Squad oh. on Twitter, and you know what? Huh? They're actually not that bad. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, you showed me. Yeah, Titus looked exactly how I pictured him. Yeah, he looks like All Might from freaking My Hero Academia. Um, so. Homare apparently has a childhood friend who he actually takes a bit to remember that who the fuck she was. But apparently she's special. Yeah, she's special. Because, like, these two aliens are fucking, like, hunting after her because they have, she has this sacred talisman, which apparently is just this blue 
diamond-shaped bottle with blue liquid in it, and apparently it summons Majapa. It slugged me. Because apparently, according to her, oh, it was something I got from my grandmother, oh. and she told me never to open it. I thought it was just perfume. Oh, it's from her grandmother. Or reference. Uh, yeah, no, this felt like a fucking orb reference, especially since, like, the main Ultraman of this episode was Fuma. Yeah, Fuma, Fuma got the most screen time. You know, the same Ultra, like, a, another Ultra being from Orb's, like, universe. I-50, whatever? O-50. O-50, yeah. Think of it. O, o as an Orb dash 50, because it was the 50th anniversary. Oh, that's cool. So, O, like, Orb 50. Yeah, fuck, yep. Yeah. Five Ultramen from that planet. Got Orb, Rosso Blue, Green Joe. Jesus. And Orb, Dark Noir, Black Schwartz, if you want to count them. <laughs> you are Black Schwartz. <laughs> I miss that man. That, mm. that that was the one thing about the movie I was disappointed about was that lack of Eisen. It would be nice to have Makoto Eisen show up and like as an end credit scene. He, like, he finally comes back from his world trip. Subaraya, please. Orb Dark movie or, like, little miniseries? Like, webisodes. Like, like, like do it like ultra, like ultra Fight Orb Dark. Think of it this way. He's getting added to the Darkness Live events. Yeah. So he's still getting recognition. Yeah. I guess I think he had a little bit of a cult following. I'm part of that cult, so. He's a good character. I love that. Oh, he's the best thing in the fucking world. He, he, he represents the freaking hardcore fans. The bad hardcore fans. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's like, okay, so you got the grandmother connection. You have, the episode starts with a flashback, so there's another orb reference. Yeah, like, it was at nighttime, giant kaiju. Um, freaking different names. Uh, that's a stretch. Uh, Fuma being the main hero. Which, I actually got to commend him. He was actually pretty cool this episode. Oh, yeah. He slapped his ass. <laughs> well, yeah, he was taunting him. Yeah, he was taunting him. This is the thing Japanese people do. They, like, smack their butts and they're like, Yeah, yeah get, get the koi! Come on, <laughs> let's go. The only time I can... The only other time I can think of it was uh, Pichu in the Pikachu Pichu short. Oh, yeah. When Pichu's on the other side of the building, he just slaps his ass. Yep. Um... And so, like, you know, we get, we see that Homari has, like, a bit of a softy, a soft side, and, like, we get, like, a flashback of, like, him beating up a bunch of, like, dudes, and, like, she just, like, kind of looks at them, and it's like, yeah, he had, like, sad, lonely eyes, like, he was just, like, crying for help, and it's, like, because, like, Homari had a troubled past, and, like, you know, now being part of Aegis, like, Aegis. found a purpose. Aegis. Oh, whatever. It's an E, but it's pronounced A. Yeah. A Aegis. Aegis, Aegis. Aegis. Um. <laughs> and uh, then, uh. She's getting married, and within the weeks, she just kind of wanted to make sure he was okay still. No, that's the thing, too. Like, I think it was, like, Parika or someone was like, oh, I thought that was, like, your true love or something. Like, oh, man. I thought you found the one. Yeah. And then, like, the end of the episode, like, is, like, the most touching fucking thing. So, like, Homari just, like, confronts the all three of them just saying like i'm an alien they just kind of stand there hiroyuki just stands up and like just looks at them hey man i'm looking forward to our sparring session tomorrow i'm gonna definitely fucking beat you this time freak is just like oh yeah can you take a look at this thing and the boss is just like it's like all right let's continue our work for next week they don't they just, care they just don't care uh, uh, well, they still, okay, okay 
scratch that. It's not that they don't care. It's they don't. They're not overreacting. It's just, hey guys, I'm an alien. Okay. All right. Fine. You're, you're like you're so, still you're, you. You're still Homare. Like you're not going to be different because of what you just told us. Yeah. And like I, it, it, you can tell like he's just like oh my god. And which I, I'm glad that there's like a quick little pause after he tells them. Yeah. And just how much he's struggling that like struggling. Like, he's like, did I do the wrong thing? Yeah. Of like, now? like he he's like hurting himself. Be like, should I tell them? Should I not? What should I do? And I'm just thinking, if Homari can admit to the others that he's an alien, Hiroyuki should get should gain a pair of balls to tell them that he's Ultraman. Because, I mean, like, honestly, if you're Ultraman, I think you should tell someone so that they're not always worried. Hell, Laito's wife found out. Though, I think she just fucked Zero a couple of times. <laughs> oh, Laito, <laughs> favorite thing ever um but yeah no like this was like it was a short and sweet episode oh we got to see uh freaking photon earth and still oh yeah so yeah beautiful suit so yeah photon earth kind of just it can summon itself yeah but or oh, taiga can just summon it but like oh still a fucking good form like mm. it looks so good gold gold see blue works really well in ultraman Gold really works well in an Ultraman. I think it's because it's not a spandex. It's like their suits like aren't made like, of spandex. He, yeah, they're he has like, like armor on. Yeah. He's like wearing fucking armor. It looks so good. But you're calling it now, that's going to be a figure art. Well, absolutely. Put your premium band. We just or, better get fucking Titus and Fuma first. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely get them. I will get, I will get my soul boy. <sighs> oh, yeah. To him for episode fucking 10. Speak, speaking of episode 10. So episode 10, Warriors in the Evening Glow. Just, okay, episode 9, I was starting to think that Tiger was kind of slacking a bit. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, Tiger's got to step up a bit. And my God. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> like, this episode left me and Gar fucking speechless. Holy shit. If you wanted a more, like, Showa Ultraman referenced episode, you're not gonna get one better than this one, motherfuckers. My god! Or, as I would like to put it, if you want a valid example of how much Subaraya production cares about its history, this is it. Oh my god. Okay, but I have to get into this first, because, like... This was, like, one of my favorite things of the episode. So, like, the, the kaiju of this episode was uh, Black King. Yeah. So, like, good, good old good old Black King. But, like, he gets summoned. So, Titus fights him. Fucking destroys him. Like, so good. kicks his ass! Titus. Like, he fucking, Black King, like, fucking fires a projectile on He just flexes and just deflects off of him. I'm like, my god! Keep in mind, episode 6 with the bounty hunter alien. He freaking shoots Titus and he deflects it with by flexing his ass cheeks. <laughs> Titus is broken! Titus, Titus is all might. He can't, no, because, like, the man's 9,000 years old. 
We already have a th- we already had a three part audio drama about his fucking history of how he became like what he is now. The man deserves to be as busted as he is because the man's seen shit. He's done a ton of fucking shit. Now, if only that was in the actual show. <sighs> but like, or hell, I would love to see that as a live action like short. I already said that. I was like, we need a Titus solo miniseries. Like, Amazon exclusively. Come on. But yeah, no. Do what they did with Zero. Two-part OVAs. 30 minutes long. There you go. Bam. Boom. But yeah, just Black King fights Titus. Titus just wrecks him. Doesn't even sweat. Break a sweat. (laughs) It was fucking... And he just blows him up with his fucking, like, spear attack. And I was like, oh my god. Electro Buster. So like you can you can tell who my favorite Ultraman and Taiga is. It's fucking Titus, man. It's my swole boy. <laughs> so good. <sighs> like you know you know when we see the official images for his figure, they're all every picture is just gonna be him just doing this <laughs> different flexing pose. Like one of them's gonna be a close up of just his arm, his bicep, just flat. Like they're gonna make sure to detail his fucking muscles like perfectly. He's he's gotta be a hefty figure. But he's gonna be fucking hefty. Like, like, it can't just be like, oh, I got one. Just, you could, like, I want him so that you can feel the weight of him. I will, I will like, you'll be able to work out using the Titus figure. Yeah. You'll get two of them, you'll be, you'll be just as swole as Titus is. Welcome to Titus. Titus Mania, brother. Um, but yeah, so, like, in the end, like, that was fucking great. Just that, that like, because this episode felt like it was longer than 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, because I saw that, and then, like, the end of the episode happened, like, the episode happened, like, are we still going? We're still going. It's but, anyways, going. So, yeah, no, Titus is fucking busted. He, he kicked Black King's ass. It was fucking great. It was a spectacle. Yeah, uh, but this is a Hiroyuki-focused episode as well. Oh, boy, is and, it. Which, this is kind of just acknowledging, you know, the, like, the show's acknowledging itself of Hiroyuki smarting the fuck up. Like you're you're not a rookie anymore. You've been in this company for like a bit now. You should know what you're doing by now. You should be a pro. This is episode ten. Smarten the fuck up. Get, the, get your fucking shit together, man. God damn it. So. Oh my goodness. What he does? He he starts to try and improve himself. Um, and so he so he runs into his friend, Mister Oda. And, you know, he's, like, this, like... He's a painter. He's a painter. He's a friendly, very friendly dude. Yeah. And he's, he likes painting sunsets. It's one of his, like, one of his, like, his uh, specialties. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, here he, he's talking with them. He's trying to get some advice. And, like, oh, just giving him, like, some kind of life advice. And which I like the advice he gives him, which he says, Life is like a painting. If you don't get it, if you don't get it right at the start, it's fine. Just redo it. Yeah. Redo it until and, you get it right. And, like, they're sitting on a bench, they're looking out, and, like, there are so many good shots. And, like, like we had, like, four times in this episode where we were like, oh, that's going to be the thumbnail. No, that's going to be the thumbnail. No! That's the thumbnail! Um, but, yeah, it was really, like, just the, the shots in this episode were fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Um, little do we know, though, that Mr. Oda, he's got a secret about him. Yeah, he's... He's not as pacifist as we thought he was. Yeah, so uh, good old good old French gear here. Yeah, Kurosaki. Kurosaki. Yeah, summons him or finds him at he least. Finds him, calls him. Yeah, and which Mister Oda here 
has a certain thing that Kurosaki is interested in. Black king egg. A king, or, yeah, a, an egg of a black king. And, you know, you can't have black king without his assistant. Alien Knackle. Alien Knackle. Yeah. I remember him from X. X, Orb, Ginga, where he was a flamboyant. Uh, oh, yeah. With the fan. <laughs> I think he was voiced by Frieza. And apparently his or, or origin is uh, Return of Ultraman. Yeah, he, is fr- uh, he debuted in the 1971 show The Return of Ultraman. Yeah, so he, he so uh, Mr. Oda is the Alien Knackle Odessa. Yeah, and this... Like, this episode is definitely... Unlike episode 6 it was with the Ultra 7 homage, this is clearly meant to be, like, the actual alien knackle from the episode of, like, from The Return of Ultraman. Yeah. In which... So, he lost his battle against against Ultraman Jack, in which they could have just done archive footage of the fight with Alien Knuckle and Ultraman Jack. Could have just, you know, gotten that. Would have been fine. Subaraya went ab- ab- above and beyond. And they got the Ultraman Jack suit. They put him in front of a sunset. And just, I love how the way that, whoever filmed this, or however they did it, I love how you can't clearly tell it's Jack. But you can just see, like, the silhouette of him in the eyes. Yeah. And, like, his little bracelet thing that he has. But, like... It's, you know it's him. It's just gorgeous to see. It's, like... Like, even the drawings that he has of, like, Black King and Knackle fighting Ultraman Jack. It was just... Oh. Yeah, and, like, even before we get, like, that nice shot that Gar was talking about, like, we he has, like, a drawing of, like, seeing Ultraman Jack just standing in the sunset. And, like, he's, like... Like, when he's thinking... Because, like... Kurosaki keep like keep saying to him like he's like you may be trying to hide from like what you what you were but like you're an alien knackle your fucking whole life is about fighting you can't help but fight you love to fight it's in your fucking instinct your nature and this is why I was getting upset with the other guys when we, when we were talking about Ryu Soldier with the whole guy's orc armor thing this is what I mean. You can run and hide, but you know you can't escape what you've done. Yeah. And, and like, in the end, it's, like, kind of fucking heartbreaking because, he, like... He's upset, like... So, yeah, he... Uh, Trigir unleashes freaking uh, Black King because that's what he wanted. He wanted to team up with Black King and fight Ultraman. Ultraman yeah. Tiger. But, like, uh, ty- like, I think it's Tiger or Titus. One of them comes out first. Because I know he switches into Titus in the episode. He, yeah, it's Titus first when he's fighting Black King. Or, like, yeah, he no, fights he fights no, no, as Taiga. He, yeah, and then he and turns... And then he turns into Titus because it's just, like, Taiga can't do it. Yeah, but as soon as he sees Taiga, Oda freaking just clicks. He snaps. Yeah, it triggers back his memory of Ultraman. And it's cool, like, when, uh, like, I like that, uh, like, Kusaki goes, uh, like, Trigir, and then we get, like, a cool shot of him just, like, kind of, like... Flying down. Oh yeah, with the lightning bolts in his hands. Yeah, and I like oh. that. Like, I like that. Like his the start of his theme song is like part of his transformation, where it's like, like it kind of sounds like like a corrupted like heroic theme. Like, yeah. it's, like a, it's a corrupted. It's well, like that, that's who he is. He's a corrupted ultra being. Yeah, and that that's why like I, like I was talking about like earlier like in the news like 
I would love to see like a thing about Trigir's origin. Like, what was he like before he became like who he is now? Because everyone, everyone knows a perfect villain. Like, it, the according to writers, the perfect way to write a good villain is to make them the hero of their story. Yeah. Like he's like the, 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 like the, how the Batty Hunter went up to him. He's like, aren't you an Ultraman? He's just like, mm, he's like, ah, it's in the past. <laughs> like, yeah. we're not going to talk about that. Like, they do not consider, a villain never considers themselves the villain. They just, according to David Wise, who wrote the majority of the original Transformers and Ninja Turtles cartoon, a good villain is a character that believes he is doing what is right. But he has taken one step in the wrong direction. Do- in the wrong direction. Yeah. So it's like Megatron, like, sure what he looks like he's doing, but to him is bad, but like, what he thinks he's doing, he's like, I'm doing this for us, our people. Yeah. In the end, you gotta remember, Septicons just think what they're doing is right for their people. Yeah. There is, because when you have a one-dimensional villain who's just straight up evil, like every single Power Ranger villain ever, you know, it's just, it's boring. Yeah. Um, so then after, like, the Battle of Black King... This, like, because... Black King's dead. Like, oh, yeah. Black King's, like, gone. And, like, Otis, like, Otis so upset. Because, like, you know, he lost his, he lost his friend. Yeah. Like, that was his friend, his partner. And so then, like, what he does is he, like, he sends the letter to, uh, sends the letter to Hiroyuki. And, like, (laughs) like, it's so funny. Like, Hiroyuki starts reading the letter. And then, like, you hear, like, Otis' voice. Yeah, it's a voiceover. Yeah. But he, like... Like, the way he reacts to the letter, it looks like he's, like, trying to, like, oh, fuck, did anyone hear that? <laughs> you know what I think it was? Huh? Okay, you know how, like, um, so, you know how, like, if it's a voiceover, somebody will read it offset, Yeah. So that you can react to it the way that you're supposed to react to it? Maybe he, maybe he accidentally heard someone on set doing the voiceover of the letter, and he's just like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, we're doing the voiceover, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, uh. Like in Billy Madison, yeah. when when uh, Adam Sandler's dancing to the music that he's not really supposed to hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then Oda, like, gives him a letter, sends him a letter that's just saying, like, yeah, I know you're Ultraman, and, like, we need to fight. Like, I can't hold back what I am. This is who I am. This is what I've been w- looking forward to. Like, I will die. I, and so, he, oh, like, he... I want you to... Yeah. I want you fight to fight to the me. death. Fight to the death. And like Hiroyuki doesn't want to, but Oda doesn't give him a fucking choice because what does he start doing? He grows big and just starts fucking destroying buildings. And he's like, I'm gonna level this whole fucking town unless you fight me right the fuck now. And the wor- and the weirdest and one of the best parts about this episode is that he's not being aggressive about this. He because sh- throughout the entire fight, it's just Oda's voiceover of what he's saying in the letter. Yep. He's not saying a word. He's just he's straight up just not giving Hiroyuki a choice. Fight me right now, or I destroy or I destroy the town. Yeah. So like Taiga just he starts fighting, and like Hiroyuki's trying to stop him, but like he's not listening. And then Taiga just tells him he's like, dude, like we have no choice. We have to destroy him. So he goes photon Earth, and like they have a cool like. Like, flash, like, laser showdown. And, like, I don't know what it is, but I guess Show Ultraman just does this a lot, but, like, it has them, like, you know, in front of the sunset, and they're, like, locking heads, like, well, well, looks at each other. So, and well, Like, the sunset being, like, you know, the fall. Yeah. Like, not like not falls in the season, but, like, the fall and, like... Well, it, I'm guessing what Ultra 7 was what started that trend, so... 
you know, because so far we're 22 episodes in the Ultraman. Never have we gotten a sunset fight. I mean, it's their first series. They were just trying everything that they could that would work. Yeah. So, I think that's why it's episode's fucking weird, because they're, they're trying out new things to figure out, okay, what's going to work, guys? All right, we couldn't do creepy shots. We couldn't do this. We couldn't have a comedy episode. All right, we, we shouldn't do a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Um, and then just... It ends with just him blowing up Odessa, and then we get a shot of, like, as he's going down, he looks over and he sees Taiga, Photon Earth, standing in front of the sunset, just like how we saw Jack. Yeah. And then he blows up, and, like, Hiroyuki just feels like garbage about it. Did not want to, like, hurt his friend. And then the worst thing is he goes, like, back to the bench where, like, he was there, and he, like, pictures him there, like, looking at him. And, like... He also, also before Oda went or whatever like that, like, he had this drawing. And he, like, he oh, oh, yeah, the drawing of the sunset. Yeah, and, like, and he, he tore ripped, it. And he ripped it. And, like, he was telling Hiroyuki, being like, yeah, just being there with you at the sunset the other night meant the world to me. Yeah. And just, like, he's upset that he's gotta go, but just, it's in his nature. It's what he truly wants. And so just, like... One last fight. Yeah. And so, like, that's why, like, our thumbnail is going to be, like, that shot of Ultraman Jack, like, in the sunset, but then on the other side, we're going to have it, like, Ultraman Taiga there. Yeah. And it's just, oh. But, yeah. This this episode, like, blew me away. Like, I was not expecting this to be as good as it was. And the worst part is, this episode doesn't have a happy ending. No. Again, Hiroyuki standing at the bench, and he just asked Taiga, Why? Why, why do we have to do this? And Tiger was like, we just had to, man. No, he doesn't even respond. Just why? Yeah. Why did we have? Why did he have to do it? I don't know. And sometimes it's just, it's something we can't control. Yeah, because like, and that's the thing about Ultraman that like kind of made me realize that like sometimes Ultraman just doesn't end happily. Mm-hmm. Some episodes, like like it's been shown like in episodes of Tika, like like that episode with Hori and like his college buddy, like. It ends with them just, like, finding him, like, dead. Because <laughs> he died from the fucking the disease that he got as like, a monster. Ultra, like, Ultraman is definitely... It doesn't treat its audience like children. No. It is for children, but it... Teaches you lessons. Well, it's not even, not even that, but, like, it, it doesn't talk down. No. It doesn't talk down from the fact that people... Sometimes people can't change. This is a good... If I if I had to show people a good episode about, like, people ha- who are overcoming, like, overcoming their uh, addictions mm. to things or some sort of that, like, some sort of thing like that, I would definitely recommend this episode. Which, I wanted to show this cool image. Someone drew this on Twitter. Yeah, I saw that today, too. That was... Oh. Yeah, it's a art drawing by... Uh, a Twitter username, uh, King King Galvix. Uh, he's currently going by Anthony Go, which he has a drive picture on his uh, Twitter, in which, uh, yeah, he drew this picture like a day ago of like Ultraman Taiga fighting Alien Knackle, which, by the way, Alien Knackle has a new uh, redesign yeah. this episode, in which, yeah, it looks a bit cartoony, but I like it. I thought I was wondering why he like looked weird, but then I realized it was like 
it's because the last alien Nagel I saw was an X, and he was wearing like a poncho. Yeah, and he was like more detailed. Yeah. In design, where this one's more of a simple and basic. It's more like traditional original alien Nagel. Yeah. So, because you know that was the OG Nagel. So, like Nagel has always been one of my favorite like aliens in Ultraman, simply because it's like, oh, he looks cool. But now I'm like, oh, if I want a good comparison, if I want like a good example of which version, definitely Taiga. Like, oh man. And then we just like next week's episode looks weird. It does look and weird. It has a long ass fucking title. Yeah. And once again, we're not talking about the uh well we didn't we don't we never said this episode, but yeah, we're not talking about the Tri Squad voice dramas. Uh, for two, parter. yeah, two reasons. One, it's it's a I want to say it's a three parter of like Fuma's origins, and two, uh, the people who are currently subbing Ultraman Taiga are a bit behind. So I'm kind of just I'm just glad we had episode ten to talk about. Oh, like this is hands down the best episode of Taiga. Oh yeah, so far, like because usually it's episode 12 for me that's like yeah that was great but this this was just like oh man warriors in the evening glow man currently up there as being the best episode tiger so far mm, like keep it up oh and if you're all wondering we're we're playing a special for new generation heroes like once all of it's done we're doing a Giant special for that. Oh, yeah. Which we may have some guest stars. But, yeah, I I guess that's all that we can say for now. So, this has been episode 99. Cool people. Something sunset. Oh, was it like cool people don't look at sunsets? Yeah, cool people don't look at sunsets. But I, I think the better thing is... I'll think of something for episode 99 title. I want it to have something involving sunsets. Yeah. But yeah, so next next episode will be episode 100 and it, it's our It's going to be a big one. Can't believe it. Oh fuck, man. Epi- episode 100. Wow. 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 Yeah, I'm I'm amazed we've gotten this far too. Like Jesus Christ. Well, guess we'll see you all next time. So, um, schwa for now. As always, schwa for now, and yeah, we'll see you in episode 100. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about. Leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for Lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now!